0: Thanks so much Hillary. Let me tell you about American Financing. Uncomfortable question for many time for many people including me. How many times do you pick up your cell phone or your device and you start scrolling up through Facebook or Twitter or whatever it is and you've just blown 20 minutes. Take 10 minutes of that time. Take 10 minutes of that time and uh, uh, go right away to americanfinancing.net and just look at what they do what they provide get on the phone with them and spend 10 minutes and just say hey look here's what i'm paying for my mortgage this is what uh, i have um these are my bills i uh, can i even roll them in see how much money they can save they can save you hundreds if not a thousand dollars every single month american financing at 800-906-2440 americanfinancing.net It's going to get harder and harder to get loans and you will understand why I say that a little bit uh, clearer in, uh, in just a minute. Stand by. 15 seconds. These are the times to try men's souls. These are the times where we have to decide who we are, what we believe in, what's being done to us, what are we changing into? Is that where we want to go? We're going to show you how this, uh, this net is being thrown over a good portion of this country, half of this country, trying to force you to comply. But what is it they're building? I'll share that with you in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, Mike Lindell started his company with a dream. And thank goodness he did, because I've been having dreams and a good night's sleep uh, every night because of his dream. It's a pillow. One fluff, head hits the pillow, and I am out That is the tip of the iceberg, because Mike Lindell also had other products, and he's got them on sale right now to help you get the best night's sleep of your life, like the MyPillow mattress topper, which will keep your mattress cool all night, and the Giza Dream Sheets, which are fantastic. Right now, if you order the Giza Dream Sheets, by the way, you can get two for one. Two for one, low price. These sheets are made from Giza cotton, the best in the world. They're durable. They get softer. The more you use them, the more you wash them. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and check out the two for one, low price offer on the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll find deep discounts on other MyPillow products as well. Enter the promo code BEC or call 800-966-3117. Get the great radio specials. Right now, 800 966 3117 mypillow.com.
1: Mr. Huxley predicted that someday the entire world would live under a frightful dictatorship. Who and what are the enemies of freedom? There are a number of technological devices to accelerate this process of going away from freedom. If you're likely to get social unrest under such conditions, the Communist Party will be the heirs to this position of power. Who and, what Who and what are the what? enemies of freedom? Propaganda. Propaganda. Suddenly people have found themselves in a situation which they didn't foresee and doing all sorts of things they didn't really want to do. We mustn't be caught by surprise. Who and what, Who and what? Who and what? are the enemies of freedom? Subliminal projection. Democracy depends on the individual voter making an intelligent and rational choice. But what these people are doing is to try to bypass the rational side of man and to appeal directly to these unconscious forces below the surface these are all instruments for uh, obtaining power and it's extremely important not to let any one man or any one small group have too much power for what are the constitutions except devices for limiting power we mustn't be caught by surprise by our own advancing technology who and what who and what are the enemies of freedom all these new devices are extremely efficient instruments for the imposition of power by small groups over larger message prices Eternal
0: vigilant. This is the Glenn Beck program. So we have to be eternally vigilant and new technologies that can change the world and uh, overthrow our freedoms. Let me give you a story from yesterday. The Biden administration casting conservative opponents of the COVID-19 vaccine campaign as dangerous and extreme. This is new terminology from them. If you don't believe in the vaccine which I do, I just choose not to get it because I've already had COVID. I still have the antibodies. I'm going to let my body do the work. But I have no problem if somebody wants to take the vaccine. I would not give it to my kids, but I certainly would recommend it for, for my parents or anybody else. In fact, we've urged our parents to get it, and they have. But if you don't take it, you are dangerous and extreme. Now, this is a political posture. And the reason why they're doing it is to convince people that we should take it. You, hey, you dangerous extremist. You should get the vaccine. Uh, I don't think no. I don't think you're calling me a dangerous extremist and you're going door to door. Now, Fauci said yesterday that, uh, you know, there's this this misunderstanding, a bunch of federal workers knocking on your door, telling you got to do something you don't want to do. He said, that's not what it is. It's not the case. It's trusted messengers who are part of the community doing that, not government officials. I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. Why not just give the vaccine to my doctor? And my doctor can help me make the decision and my doctor can give me the vaccine when I'm in the office. I get my flu shot that way. Why can't why can't I do that? Wouldn't make sense. Now, there's something buried in this story. And here's what it is. Biden allied groups, including the Democratic National Committee. Are also planning to engage fact checkers more aggressively and work with SMS carriers to dispel misinformation about vaccines that are sent over social media and text messages. Huh. Now, the story goes back into how the Biden administration want to take politics completely out of this. But wait, hold it just a second. Wait, the Democratic National Committee and Biden allied groups are planning to engage fact checkers more aggressively and work with SMS carriers to dispel misinformation about vaccines that are sent over social media and text messages. Now, I've got a few questions that apparently the Politico doesn't want to answer uh, or don't doesn't even think that they're they're important. In responding to the political story, Leslie Palma, she just uh, average American, just said, I think you buried the lead in your story. DNC reading text messages is pretty damn scary. Well, the author at Politico said, as the story points out, it's allied private groups that are working with SMS carriers, not the White House right 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 she didn't say that she said it's the dnc reading text messages which is what you wrote in your story even then there's no ability for groups to read individual texts aside from the ones they received themselves uh uh-huh. could you clarify a couple of uh, uh, things for me how does the dnc define misinformation I'd like to know what misinformation is. I'd like a clear definition so I can avoid those things. Um, And and how would the SMS carriers know when so-called misinformation is being spread over text? Are they now reading all of our texts? They have an algorithm that is doing that. So what are you telling the algorithm to look for? And how do you dispel that misinformation? I'd like answers, Politico. Uh, Natasha Korecki, could, could, you, could you fill us in on that? Maybe an update on your story and just help us out? Because things are starting to seem a little 1984. Klaus Schwab has called, now he's the, from the World Economic Forum. He's the guy, the leader of the Great Reset. He says it is time to immunize the Internet because there are viruses being spread on the Internet, and we have to know who's spreading these viruses. Uh uh-huh. I think we might have a different definition of virus, Klaus. Now what they're saying is they want everyone to have to have biometric data whenever they get online. So there's a fingerprint on who it is. Uh Uh-huh. And it's going to be, um, you know, it's going to be for your safety, really. That's what it is. We'll be able to know exactly who everybody is, exactly what they tweet, what they read, what they do. It'll be fantastic, and it will never be abused. By the way, in a completely unrelated story, I told you yesterday about the new bill that came out last week to put the government in charge of your credit score the idea is to dramatically overhaul the u.s credit reporting industry oh my gosh the comprehensive credit act and the protecting your credit score act of 2021 is a bill now under consideration it's coming from the consumer financial protection bureau that is the elizabeth warren group that uh, she set up under barack obama and they're going to take the, the uh, responsibility away from these, quote, profit-seeking companies. It's why these profit-seeking credit bureaus are constantly expanding their products into uses such as employment insurance, tenant screening, that ultimately harms Americans and contributes to the massive inequality in our nation. So, What they're saying is they need to take it over because there's no fairness built into these profit-seeking companies. Do you realize what control the United States government will have over your life if they are the one issuing your social credit? And believe me, it will become social credit. It's, it's not based on your financial ability. It's not based on merit. It's not based on what you make, how you spend it. It's not based on really anything traditional. It's a dramatic overhaul. By the way, the banks are, are deep, deeply in bed now with, uh, with ESG. That is a new credit score that all of us will have when I say that it's going to get harder and harder for you to get alone. It is going to be harder and harder for you to get alone. You remember, this is nothing new. If you are found to be a dangerous extremist in any socialist nation, by the way, you notice that the, the, um, democratic socialist party, um, they're not over in Sweden right now saying, hey, can you give us some of your good ideas? They're in Venezuela right now talking to Madura. Can you give us some of your ideas? I thought well, this is all about Sweden, not about that kind of socialism. I guess you were lying to us. What a surprise. What's happening right now is the Great Reset, but it is not a conspiracy theory it is a conspiracy fact it is my contention that the marxist movement they are being these are useful idiots they are being used by very powerful corporations and our government and they believe that the only way that we're going to be able to survive as a nation is to get the government and big business in together so they can make the decisions on what we should consume what we should build how we should move what we should wear what our co2 footprint is right now if i were a tree i'd be like these people are so stupid (sighs) is what i breathe in as a tree i just want I want to show you that it is a long-standing goal of the left. A long-standing goal of the left to do this. I've shared something with you before, but I just read it again this weekend, and I thought to myself, wow, uh, this reads differently than it did five years ago. I want to show you the plan that they said in 1941, was already into the government. This is where they were moving in 1941. And we're now seeing it come to out, out in the open. I'll give that to you here in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you a little bit about Built Bar. That's right, Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is... Um, Is a way for you to not deprive yourself. If you were trying to stay healthy, you're trying to get fit, whatever. um, It is a really, really good candy bar. That's what I call it. They call it a protein bar. But I'm telling you, it's a candy bar. Uh, You could wrap this in, you know, Snickers or whatever. And people would not. They would not think, well, this is healthy. It's made with real chocolate and it is Delicious. But it has about uh, 120 calories, 4 grams of net carbs. It's got lots of protein in it. It's really good for you. And I'm telling you, it tastes like a candy bar. And they have nine different flavors. You can get a mix box if you want. You can try two of each of the nine flavors. They have a new URL, and it's super easy to remember. Just, just go to Built.com. Built. Com. Use the promo code BEC 15 and get 15% off your next order. It is really, really good. If you're trying to stay healthy and you need something sweet, this is the best way to do it. It's built.com. Promo code BEC 15. Built.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So I want to I want to I want you to listen to the goals of 1941, uh, something that was written by Stuart Chase uh, and the Obama administration used a lot of the words of Stuart Chase. Remember, his uh, second campaign was the road we are traveling. Do you remember that his second campaign used that slogan a lot? The road we are traveling. And what did Biden use? Biden used built back better. Well, that's the World Economic Forum. But if you look at the goals of the World Economic Forum and then you look at the goals of Stuart Chase on in a book called The Road We Are Traveling, they sound familiar. Now, in this book, um, they talk about um, a managerial revolution. That things just need to be managed. We don't need all these messy elections and everything else. We just need a managerial uh, revolution. And they thought originally that that was going to be fascism or communism. But then fascism and communism got a bad name in the 1930s. So they had to change it. And they didn't know what to call it. And so they called it free enterprise into X. Now, what is the goal of the Great Reset? The goal of the Great Reset is to change capitalism, to change the free enterprise into something called stakeholder uh, capitalism. It don't, don't make no mistake. It's not capitalism. It's statism. And the state doesn't own the companies, but the state takes over the role of managing a lot of companies. I want to go through and tell me if this isn't been done verbatim. And this does not read like it did five years ago. Free enterprise into system X, a strong, centralized government. Look at what they're doing right now with the voting rights. Look what they're doing. What are they doing? They are going against the Constitution and trying to federalize all of the elections. There's no better example today of a strong centralized government than what's going on today every single day. And they're trying to use this Texas Democratic walkout today with, with, com, in combination with a Biden speech to try to bring that issue home. Yeah. And they're, they're going to do their, their best. Uh, by the way, you want to talk about a strong centralized uh, government on... Page nine of Biden's conservation plan, uh, there are 15 governors now who are standing up and saying, wait a minute, this is a land grab. It's the 30 by 30 plan and the 50 by 50. The federal government wants to own 30 percent of all land in America by 2030. What what are they at now? Do we know? Uh, No, I don't. Uh, yeah, it's because they own a lot of the West. They own a lot of the West, but, the West, yeah, but, that's, uh, but that's mostly it. The West. Um, or they want 30% of all of the uh, land and then 50% of all the land. Why? Well, listen to this. They also want control of banking, credit, and ex- security exchanges by the government. You effectively have that through the Fed. It's a public-private partnership credit they are now taking over this is 1941 Stuart chase the guy who who coined the term the new deal the underwriting of employment by the government aren't we seeing that right now kind of it's uh, you're not working oh totally i mean they've now released this program where they're sending you monthly checks for your child credit The underwriting of Social Security by the government, old age, pensions, Mm -hmm. unemployment insurance, Mm -hmm. and the like. Mm -hmm. Listen to this one. The underwriting of food, housing, and medical care by the government. The United States is already uh, experimenting with providing these essentials. Other nations are far along the road. Food, housing, medical care. All in part. Yeah, you know, not 100 percent, but partially already done. You're and hearing people talk about expanding all the time, yes, all mm-hmm. the time to food and and housing. You can't have a basic living wage without a house that goes with it. Look at what's happening in Oakland, where they're saying no more single housing units. Um, This is moving quickly. Uh, and I want to continue down this because it is astounding how far. The left has come in about 173 days. They are closing this deal on us. And Americans need to stand up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. And well, I've been standing by this river next to the highway, panning for gold. I'm going for about five years now. I found a tiny flake here and an itty-bitty nugget there, but never no, enough, but "'But my ship has arrived. "'There at the bottom of my pan, a giant lump of gold.' "'The prospector smiled his mostly toothless smile, "'wiped his brow, and looked back up the highway, "'where sat his old Ford Pinto. "'Well, looks like I'm finally going to be able to get my car repaired "'after all these years. "'Hallelujah!' Nobody told the old geezer that if he had car shield, he could have had his repairs covered and been on about his merry way shortly after his car broke down. In fact, somebody would have picked him up and picked the car up. Roadside assistance, rental car, the mechanic of his choice. (laughs) Darn it, it would have been good to know that yeah sure would i tell you what go right now to carshield.com slash back and save 10 percent. it's carshield.com save 10 percent. deductible may apply your car your car is out of coverage get it covered now carshield.com slash back and head over to blaze tv.com slash glenn the promo code is glenn you'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to blaze tv Stuart Chase, who coined the term the New Deal, he was a big uh, economic advisor uh, to FDR at the end of the war. Uh, 19 This was in the early 1940s while we were still going, but it looked like the tide was going to turn into our favor. Um, began to ponder, OK, so what's next? We know fascism, which a lot of people in Washington at the time They liked fascism. They liked communism. They liked central control. This was before all of the atrocities were really known. Once the atrocities became known, uh, that's when people started saying, "Okay, well, that's not going to work. That's not good because they knew that Americans and the people world over would be horrified if you said, you know what? Let's uh, let's become, uh, you know, a dictatorship, kind of like Mussolini, Hitler. Let's go communist." They knew that wouldn't sell, and so they said we have to come up with a a new system system X and uh, they said names are thrown around socialism state capitalism communism fascism, but they mean nothing and will only lead to confusion. That's why we're using the term system X free enterprise turned into system X. Now what does system X look like and see if this doesn't sound exactly like the great reset. An executive arm growing at the expense of the legislature and judicial arms, control of banking, credit, security exchanges by the government, underwriting of employment by the government, the underwriting of Social Security uh, and pensions, uh, unemployment insurance, uh, the underwriting of food, housing and medical care. All of these things we are now on the road and you are hearing people say. We need guaranteed housing. We need guaranteed food. We need a basic universal income. The use of deficit spending to finance all of these underwritings, the annual balance budget has lost its old time sanctity. The abandonment of gold in favor of managed currencies, the control of foreign trade by the government, the control of natural resources, the control of energy sources, hydroelectric, coal, petroleum, natural gas, the control of transportation, railway, highway, airway, waterway, the control of agricultural production, the control of labor organizations, uh, healthy taxation with special emphasis on estates and incomes of the rich. Not much taking over of property or industries in the old socialistic sense. The formula appears to be control without ownership. It's interesting to recall some of the formulas used, uh, blah, 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 blah. So this is the Great Reset. This is what Stuart Chase said in the 1940s is the road in which we are traveling. And he outlines that it was a, a good thing. Let me give you a couple of things here that he said people are going to bring up as problems. One, monetary problems because you just can't spend that much money. He said, what are we going to do with all that gold in Kentucky like it exists? If it proves to be useless as a money base, what base can be substituted? Do we need a base at all? After all, Germany seemed to get along without one. Oh, will money primarily become just a bookkeeping device to move goods? You notice that's what they're saying now about printing money. We're not printing money. We're just digitizing. And it's just it's all just on the books. It's not, it's not even real. And that's what's happening to us with money. It's not real anymore. It ties very closely into modern monetary theory exactly as well. Exactly right. What does it matter? We'll just keep printing it. It'll help yep. us keep track of stuff, but it's and not really And As long important. as we have control, the government says, mm-hmm. and we can tell corporations what to make and what not to make, then we can control it. That's the theory. Um, He also says political problems. Now, listen to this. And I want you to keep in mind, do you remember what what uh, Joe Biden said? I think at least once in his state of the union, he uh, addressed it uh, obliquely. But he also met with all of the TV anchors, you know, the approved ones before the state of the union. And what did he say? Do you remember? What did he ask? He said the big challenge in front of us is to see if a democracy, for as good as it's been, if a democracy can compete in this modern world of authoritarianism, because they can make decisions and move quickly and they're going to bury us. And that's really the challenge ahead of us. Listen to this. Political problems. This is 1940s political problems what changes in our political institutions will be will be necessary to make democracy more efficient and more capable of swiftly meeting the great economic decisions which government must make in the years before us the threat of competition in efficiency by the totalitarian states will hang over us for a long time and muddling through will not be good enough This is the same thing. Mm. And it's it's either one hell of a coincidence that the Great Reset and this two different offers uh, authors two different times match exactly what the United States has been going through. And we've been arguing about since the 1940s. Here's the thing. You are not being at the decisions are being made right now. And you are not being asked. That's why this is stakeholder capitalism. Well, where am I? Where's my voice? I'm a stakeholder. Your voice is being represented by those who represent you that you elected in your government. That is the honest to God answer from the World Economic Forum. Your voice is being heard by your politicians. Our politicians all over the world are not listening to the people. They're not listening. And we're being told to reject all the old voices. We're to reject our history. Because we're all going to be one. So reject those hate mongers of Washington and Jefferson. They were old, outdated ideas. I always go to Churchill because he's one of my favorites. And he is... Uh, I mean, he is a split personality in the West. He's a hero in the East with India. He's a monster. So which one is he? Well, he's both. He's both. It is the fight, the individual fight between good and evil that is in all of us. And where do you end up in the end? And did Winston Churchill do more good than bad? We can't reject people for mistakes that they made, especially in Churchill's uh, in Churchill's case where he admits the mistake. And it was like, yeah, I was probably all wrong on that one. I don't know what it was happening to me. I believe in redemption, but this new world has no redemption. You either comply and you comply fully or you're out. Well, I'm sorry, I don't comply, nor will I. And I know we shall overcome. We will. Because if God does exist, these are his rights, not ours. And he will not have a proud and unrighteous people hold those and to protect them for others. If we're not protecting those rights for everyone, well, then we're going to lose our rights and our right to stand there. But we are being make no mistake. We are being sold, bound and chained to an enemy that has killed over 100 million of our own people in the last 70 years. China is the world's greatest mass murderer. And we are being sold down the river. They are the people that in 1960s had the Cultural Revolution, which is exactly like this. This is how it started. And it ended up with a mass slaughter and the destruction of all history, even all families and family genealogy. Nobody in China really knows their past past a few grandparents because it was all erased because it didn't matter because you as an individual didn't matter. And every time we buy a product from Nike or Apple or we get on Facebook, we should remember you are being sold to China by these companies. BlackRock, which is behind the ESG thing, they're sitting as, um, I don't know, Sith Lords in the Treasury. They're sitting there as Sith Lords with our vice president and president. They are the economic advisors. They and the central banks around the world with ESG wake up. You have a choice. You are either going to be part of the collective And whatever you think doesn't matter. They will make the decisions for you. A lot of people right now who are sitting out and taking the unemployment and won't go to work. That's what you're voting for. Your actions are voting right now. I will be compliant and I will be part of the collective. I want someone to make the decisions for me. I want someone just to take care of me. But I warn you, you are living off of the fumes of freedom. Your freedom will not look like this once it's completely gone and there are no fumes left. Your life will not be a sweet little paradise where you can play games all day. Here's what we need to do as people a wake up, stand up and don't stand up against things per se. Stand up for the Bill of Rights. When you're going in to stand up against CRT, you call it by its name. It's evil. It's evil. And here's how I know, because it rejects redemption It says that white people are inherently bad and they have to atone and they'll never actually be able to atone for sins that they didn't commit. It's evil. But what's more important is that I'm standing here as an American, not a Chinese citizen. I'm standing here as an American. And America has a few rules and those rules are in our Bill of Rights. And I will stand up. You never surre- never ever surrender to lies. Never. If they're asking you to sign documents to say these things to go in for this little meeting and you have to say and do things, never say them. Never write them out. Never ever ever put your name down on lies. Never. It's wrong. And that's one thing we have to understand. The difference between right or wrong. Do not comply when you know it's wrong. Don't. Now understand what that means. You're going to be a pariah. You're not going to be popular. You could lose everything that you have. You could. I got news for you. I'm planning on it. I'm enjoying it while it lasts because I'm planning on it. This job isn't going to last you think if this world actually comes, you think I just keep going on doing what I'm doing? I don't think so. So plan on it. Because then you kind of get used to it. And then you really become powerful. Because then you have nothing to lose. And when people have nothing to lose, they either give up or they recognize the only thing of value they have is their soul, who they truly are. And once you realize I got nothing to lose but my soul, you will stand up and you will fight the righteous fight for the freedom of all mankind. All right, let me tell you about RecTech. If you take your grilling game seriously, um, then you probably already know about RecTech. Yeah, I take my uh, grilling game serious. Uh, well, I mean, I actually just don't want to burn everything. And that's the way I was before. And I it was so great. I went over to a friend's house and uh, he was making some steaks. And he said, i oh, have really good steaks. How do you like your steak? And I said, medium rare. And he said, OK, it's probably going to come out black, uh, but I'll try to get it. It'll either be black or raw. And I said, oh, my gosh, that's the way I have it at my house. That's before I had a rec tech. Now, everything you make on a Rectech, because it has smart grill technology, it comes out perfectly. The Rectech smokes, it grills, it even bakes. And once you've used one, you'll realize that's the last grill you're ever going to want to own. Rectech. You can follow them on social media. You can ask the people on social media. Tell me what's so great about these things. You'll hear the testimonies from people just like you. Sign up for their newsletter. Just check them out now. Rectech with a Q at the end. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. That's Rectech dot com.
1: Tomorrow night on Glenn TV. The worst of the COVID pandemic may be over, but the virus's after effects will be with us for years. And now we can finally connect the dots, showing what really happened. Did America's
0: elites trust communist China with a civilization-killing virus and then lie to cover up their mistakes? Glenn's back at the chalkboard with what happened and who was involved. Deadly negligence, exposing the real origins and cover-up of the COVID-19 pandemic. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at BlazeTV.com.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Hey, if you missed any of the program today, uh, go back and listen to the podcast. We had a fascinating conversation with Mark Levin today. Uh, He's the uh, Blaze TV host, Levin TV, also you know famed radio host and author of a book that is out today called "The American Marxism." American Marxism. It's available everywhere. Buy it. It's really good. He talks about, uh, you know, things that we have to do. He he spells out the disaster in the first six chapters. And the last chapter is 10,000 words of what we have to do. And what we have to do is start to stand up and unite uh, and start coordinating a little bit better on the things that we we believe in. Stand up and boycott those things that are standing directly against us. Do you hear about Toyota? They found out that over 50% of the cars were sold, Toyota cars were sold to conservatives. They kind of changed the way they're uh, looking at America and the investments that they're making because of that. This is the Glenn Beck Program.